Well, hello there, wonderful teachers. I want to invite you to an event we're doing this summer. It's in Cincinnati, Ohio, so you have to be able to make it there, but it might be worth traveling for if you're able to. It's happening on July 20th and 21st, so that's over a weekend, and it's going to be the best two days for teachers. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to learn a lot about pedagogy and creative teaching and business. We have two fabulous guest speakers and we're even going to finish with an optional Kaylee. That's an Irish dancing party. So I hope you'll be able to join me. Just go to vibrantmusicteaching.com slash turbo that's dot com slash t-u-r-b-o 24 the numbers two four. I hope you'll check it out view all the details there and I hope to see you in Cincinnati in July. On with the episode. Vibrant, vibrant, vibrant music teaching. Proven and practical tips, strategies, and ideas for music, music teachers. teachers. This is episode 56 of the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I'm Nicola Canton, and in this episode, we're finding the fun in the business of running a music teaching studio. Well, Do you find the business of running your music teaching studio fun? I know not many of us do, but I promise you it is possible to find some fun or some satisfaction in the business side of our music teaching studios. We may not like collecting payments or working on our policies or filling in our tax forms or whatever else we have to do to keep our business running smoothly, but it's definitely an important part of what we need to do as music studio owners. And it is the key to being able to spread music to many students and do the thing that we actually want to do, right? Which is teach, teach music, spread music. We need to take our business seriously in order to do that. And we need to find some joy in it because otherwise we're spending a large chunk of every week not doing something that makes us happy. And that's not where we want to be. So for me, a key part to enjoying the business side of our music teaching businesses is to embrace that it is a business. That's the first step. Many teachers don't believe that they are running a business or they don't fully embrace the fact that they are. And if you're not going to treat your business as a business, realize that you basically have no choice but to treat it as such. And actually embrace that fact that you are a business owner and start to identify that way, then it's going to be an uphill battle. Of course, the alternative is that you go and work for another studio and that's a perfectly legitimate decision. But for this episode, I'm going to assume that you are either running a music school or you are a solo teacher who has to run their own studio business. And if that's the case, you need to identify yourself as a business owner so that you can start to really enjoy and see the satisfaction in all of these various businessy tasks. It was only about six years ago that I really started to treat my teaching as a business and a huge amount has changed for me since then. But before that, I've been teaching for 14, 15 years now. And before that, it was always really a hobby. I made money from it and I was very glad to have the part-time income, but it was just one of many things I did. And I didn't treat it as if I was running a business. It was just, guess, something I did on the side. That's fine. That's okay. And it's perfectly fine to work only a few hours a week if that's what you want to do. 
but you should still treat your studio as a business so that you can make the most out of it and really enjoy it as much as it's possible to do. So about six years ago, I started to see my business differently and I started to actually treat it as a business in the way I was taught in college. You see, if you don't know this yet, I did fashion in college, not music. And a big part of my fashion degree was a very very business-focused degree, a very practical degree. And as part of that, I had several different modules on business. And in our final year, we had to put together, I guess, the equivalent of a thesis. It was a business plan, but it was about 10,000 words. And that was all about a proposed business in the fashion industry. And about six years ago is when I started to apply that to my piano teaching business. Of course, it's not exactly the same, but all of the principles apply. And I did have that training and that background to understand business and how to run a business and how to plan marketing strategies and all of that stuff around my business. So that's when it all changed for me. And this can change everything if you start treating your studio as a business as well. Because if you take these things seriously and start to find the enjoyment in them, that's when you're going to have more time to actually focus on teaching. Maybe not more teaching hours, but being able to plan your teaching more effectively, which I know is something we all struggle to find time to do. You're going to have more time for your own playing as well. And if you see these as the rewards it starts to make a bit more sense why you would enjoy filling out that spreadsheet or checking off that task on your business list because it leaves you with time to spend practicing, performing and working on your teaching skills and various projects that you want to do with your students. If you can make your business run efficiently, you're going to have more time for all of these things. So the reward for all this business stuff is really the same as our students find or we find from practice, right? When we want to build up intrinsic motivation in our students, what we're really looking for is for them to get addicted to the feeling of achieving something and not achieving something external, but the inner satisfaction of, okay, I worked hard, I got to this point, and now I'm able to do this thing that I wasn't able to do before. That's essentially what drives us to practice, isn't it? And that's what we want for all of our students. And that's the same feeling you can get, I promise you can get, from things like working in Excel spreadsheets or figuring out how to do a tax form or figuring out how to hire some help for your studio and automate various parts of payment systems and all of that stuff. That stuff is freeing you to do other things. So that's your reward. You put in the effort and you get the satisfaction of knowing that you did something that is going to improve your life, your business. So if you're interested in improving all of this business stuff, I've got something great for you coming up next week. It's called the Studio Business Cleanse and it's a five-day challenge that I want you to take with me here on the podcast. So what you're going to want to do is sign up at vibrantmusicteaching.com slash cleanse. And if you sign up there, you're going to get the daily emails with reminders about the podcasts, but you're also going to get the workbook. And the workbook is essential to making this challenge really count. So it's called the Studio Business Cleanse and it's five days. Each day we look at a different area of your business. 
On day one, we look at who you're teaching and your ideal students. On day two, we look at the why behind your teaching, what's your motivation, and what kind of studio you want to build. On day three, we look at your teaching superpower, which can affect your marketing. And on day four, we look at showing off that superpower inside your marketing materials and how you communicate with your current students. And on day five, we look at sustainable systems. So that's the cleanse. It is totally free. Members and non-members alike are completely welcome to take it. It's at vibrantmusicteaching.com slash cleanse if you want to sign up for that. And members, I want to remind you as well that there is also the full studio business reboot course. If you're looking to kick up your business systems and your marketing at this time of year, that is already available to you inside the library. So just click on the video library in the menu. Okay, so that's it for today. It's just a short episode just to emphasize the importance of taking your business seriously as we head towards a new year and a new semester in many parts of the world. Please do join me for the cleanse at vibrantmusicteaching.com slash cleanse and I'm looking forward to seeing your results from it. If you're not a member of Vibrant Music Teaching yet, you are going to want to sign up as soon as possible because the price is going to be going up next month. So I just want to give you a heads up if you've been mulling over the membership for a while now, considering joining, but you just weren't sure the timing was right. Well, now is the time to do it. It is $19.95 US dollars per month right now. It will go up next month. And whatever your current price is, you pay that for as long as you're a member, right? So you want to join before that price increase next month. Go to vmt.ninja to sign up today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I hope you loved it and I wanted to pop on here one more time to remind you about our event. It's happening in Cincinnati this July and you can get all the details at vibrantmusicteaching.com slash turbo. See you there.